News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Thomas Byrne, Minister for Sport, joins us. Uh, Minister, lots to talk about in your core area of sport, but you're also uh, a, a TD from close to the border. Is Mary Lou MacDonald right that a United Ireland is within touching distance? Well, what struck me about Mary Lou MacDonald's comment was that it's all about Sinn Féin. It's all about the position that Sinn Féin has taken. And I think people are beginning to realise that Sinn Féin is all about Sinn Féin. Today is a day to bring people together, to bring all sides together. That's what the Good Friday Agreement is about. It's not about one part of one tribe. It's about all of the people in Northern Ireland. And that's what people have been trying to do really, really hard over the last few weeks, bring people together uh, work together within the confines of the Good Friday Agreement, um, pr- provide better services in Northern Ireland. It's not about Sinn Féin, it's about hospitals, it's about schools, it's about that economic pr- uh, prospects that you just mentioned as well. So I just think it's, uh, it's, it's what Sinn Féin are all about, it's just about their own party, and I think they really have to put a, an urgent focus on dealing with the really serious issues that people in Northern Ireland have, and to work with all parties in Northern Ireland uh, on those immediate problems that the North has. Okay. Look, we've been hearing this all our life from Sinn Féin is, 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 is my immediate reaction to this. Okay. Um, before we get on to the FAI, can I ask you about the, the breaking sports story of the day that uh, a compromise has been reached with Park Equive. It will now be known as Super Value Park Equive. Uh, is that a good solution? Is that a good compromise, do you think? Well, well, it seems like a very sensible compromise. I mean, look, I mean, I think we're we're all in the real world where, you know, sports organisations, if they want to run huge stadiums like this, they need to be funded. The government provides very serious funding for virtually all stadiums that we have in the country. Um, but, you know, sports organisations still have to survive. I think there clearly was a very emotional outpouring in relation to the abandoning of the O'Quive name or Equive name. And uh, I, it seems like a sensible solution, but look, it re- it's really entirely a matter for the, the Cork County Board, and they've been grappling with that over the last few weeks. And uh, I, I wish them all the best, and we want to see more games played uh, in all of our stadiums. OK, let's talk about the FAI. They've been given more time to achieve gender balance targets for its board. Um, there's a report on the progress made by the association in implementing reforms that it committed to as a condition for the bailout in 2020. They're doing pretty well. Is it kind of 98% delivery at this stage? Well, look, I mean, the the Irish public through the government has given the FAI significant additional support over the last few years, and that was all in the context of what emerged in 2019, 2020, and the virtual collapse of uh, the administration of football in this country and the possible collapse of football in this country. So the government stepped in. Uh, put a lot of conditions uh, into the uh, agreement that we had with the FAI and oversaw that agreement over the last few years as well, very, very closely to Sport Ireland to make sure that it was been implemented. And what we've seen here now is about 98% of recommendations of the Memorandum of Understanding have been implemented. Uh, and I think that does speak to an organisation that has actually worked hard uh, by any sort of outside analysis to make sure uh, that it does make these structural reforms. And these structural reforms are often the boring bits, but they're very much designed to make sure that what happened before can't happen again and that the priority has to be uh, football, uh, having more people participate, and then through that having more people playing, obviously, at the elite top level as well, but more people participating is our priority. Okay. Um, the, the Obviously, we had the, the issue with Jonathan Hill's pay, which was unfortunate, and, and people in government had, uh, had things to say about that. Is it a very different FAI now, though, than it was there five years ago? Do you think, are they there yet, I suppose, is the question I'm asking. 
Well, I think, look, it's undoubtedly a very, very different FAI. There's no question about that. Uh, They have a different board uh, composition, which means there's a lot more outsiders on the board. Uh, They've been subject to serious internal reform in in how they go about their business, Uh, constitutional change, making sure corporate governance is there, financial reforms, all of these things. And quite frankly, you look through these, you say, "What's, what's all this got to do with football? But the problem is, when they weren't there before, uh, it really put the whole um, idea, the whole possibility of football participation at serious risk uh, because the funding was put at serious risk. In return for all of that, the government has effectively, in fact, more than doubled funding uh, to the FAI, almost tripled it actually uh, for a number of years in, in the last few years. Uh, and the FAI has got significant funding from the government as a result of that to allow football to continue, to allow the organisation well, to continue. When to you say sport. significant funding, though, I mean, football is still the poor relation uh, in, in relation to government funding. I mean, it's compared to, say, uh, horse, horse and greyhound funding, um, get, they, get cons- uh, racing, uh, they get considerably more uh, than football does. I mean, we, we mentioned Parky Cueve earlier. Uh, on the evening of the election, the government, uh, European election, the government of the day signed over 30 million for the deve- redevelopment of, of Parky Cueve. Like, football is definitely the poor relation there. Well, look, there's significant funding um, for the Aviva uh, when that was going up, but also in the last few years, the fund, the, the bill effectively that the FAI had to pay um, ongoing in relation to the Aviva has been paid by the government. Uh, it has been, look, I mean, it has been a fact that over the last couple of decades uh, that the GEA probably has been better at, I suppose, getting the act together to make sure that they're in position to build these facilities. But there have been a number of facilities uh, for football that have been built with government support. You only have to look uh, at Tara Stadium, Shamrock Rovers. That's substantial government support. Even well, in the, yeah, the, the South Dublin County stand. Council, local authority well, support. Where South Dublin, sorry, no, no. South Dublin County Council, yes, are running the project, but the funding for that is coming through an urban renewal fund from the Department of Housing. We look at that Lone Town, for example, they have a beautiful facility that's over a number of years as well. But the, but yeah, it is but the then you have Finn Harps who can't even get um, 200 grand to start, to start their, their, Sorry, their that's stadium. Not true. That's not true. Finn Harps have been awarded substantial funding um, by the government. That, has, that was announced last year and we were in ongoing discussions with the FAI about that, but well, the government has announced substantial funding happening, for Finn Harps. Well, that's a, that's not a question for the government because the way these grants work is uh, the national governing bodies or the local club, uh, like Cork GAA with with Parky Cueve, put these together. But the funding is there available. Yeah, for I, just, I just want to no like, uh, like uh, I'm not anti GAA. I'm a member of the GAA. But Parky Cueve gets thirty million for a stadium that, let's face it, was uneconomic. We all know that at this stage. Well, well, whereas, I, look, whereas our, I, Irish I football, Irish football. I know you. I know you weren't minister uh, at the time, and you weren't in government at the time. Irish football has a plan. Uh, it's looking over 15 years for 57 million a year from the government. Uh, there's a plan there to revolutionise Irish football. Is there going to be support in government for it? Look, the, the, there's a really serious plan and we've very much welcomed that from the FAI. We met the FAI about that time and I've met a number of um, League of Ireland clubs and loads and loads of amateur football clubs as well. Uh, I met at Lone Town recently, I met Roddy United, I met Dundalk, I met Sligo. I've been around the clubs, I've seen their plans uh, and they all they all deserve to be looked at. Uh, that's, that's something that we are doing through the Sports Capital Fund and we put a really serious effort 
last year into making sure that soccer clubs were applying for sports capital because it is a fact as well, Shane, yeah. that through the previous era in the FAI, sports clubs were not applying in the same numbers as GA. No, no, uh, it certainly wasn't changing, well run. It certainly wasn't well run. But it does, seem like, it does seem like it is well run now. There's a plan there and they're yeah. looking for 57 million euro from the government. They're saying it can be funded through a, a, a 1% point increase in the betting tax. Uh, is that something yeah. that would be looked well, at? Can I, just, can I just say, that just to let you know, the FAI know and clubs know as well, we will be launching the large-scale sports infrastructure fund, I hope, in the coming months. Another round of that to make sure and that we can have large-scale sports infrastructure all around the country that's proper. That will be open as well. And that's nothing to do with the betting tax or any extra funding. That's something we want to do. Now, as regards to betting tax, look, that's in the Department of Finance. Our department has made the case to the Department of Finance uh, every time. Um, Department of Finance will have to make that call. I don't, in my department, have horse racing or greyhound racing under my remit that's under the Department yeah. of Agriculture. Um, horse racing in particular does provide a uh, significant economic uh, boost, but we want to make sure sport is funded. On the current side, on the funding that we are giving sports, that will have doubled uh, under the, the sports plan. That will have doubled now in the next okay. few years, and that's really, really significant. And we have made a really serious effort to make sure that football clubs benefit, but all sports too. The sports capital programme the last time, uh, two years ago, was more than three times the previous sports capital programme. The demand under this sports capital programme, and we're still negotiating with the Department of Public Expenditure, is more than double, okay. is, is 80% higher again. So we want to fund sports and fund all sports, and soccer has definitely come to the table this time, but we just have to see all right. uh, how much Minister for Sport, Thomas Byrne, thank you for talking to News Talk Breakfast this morning. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.